Welcome. I'm Melissa Gardner, a certified personal pre- and postnatal trainer with a nutrition specialist certification. I've dedicated my last five and a half years on helping real women lose the weight they want while teaching them how to do it sustainably, and I am so happy you're here today. And this is Ryan Gardner, a personal trainer and certified nutrition specialist dedicated to healthy and sustainable living. It's my goal to bring you the insight and motivation you need to start your day one. Now let's dive on into the Get Up and Do podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Get Up and Do podcast. Before we dive into the show, I want to give a big shout out to everyone and anyone who has ever shared the show. If the show has given you meaning, if it has brought you a new perspective, if it's helped you in any way, the best and most helpful thing you could do for us to help grow the show and continue to hear more is by sharing us, leaving us a review on Instagram, texting it to a friend, whatever it may be. Just do that simple thing and literally you don't even have to pay for anything. This is an ad-free show. So help us out by doing that. We love you so much. Now let's get into the show. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> As always, your girl Get Fit with Melissa and joining me. Brian Gardner, Real Fit Agent. <laughs> Did you like that little? I love the drum roll. I hope you guys heard that too. It was great. Hi, everyone. Should put that in every episode. We should. We really should. Um, Hello. Hi, we're here. Though I will say, I'm going to be brutally honest, I did not want to be here. Um, and not because I don't want to talk, I just... There's a lot going on the I last couple so weeks. There's so much going on and I'm feeling, like most people do in most areas, in a little bit of a slump. Um, and that's kind of what we want to recap today is like, a lot I guess, not a lot, it's not going to be a long episode, but if you want to kind of know what's been going on, you know, with the day one fam, with the Get Fit with Melissa team... Stick on through. You might catch something real motivating, real exciting here. Um, Ryan, do you want to talk about what you've been doing? Yeah, so last uh, last week or Saturday, the, the 6th of May, I completed the Ironman 70.3 that I've been training for. So it has just been a lot of... I kind of went... I was talking to you about this a little bit yesterday, how... I had been training so hard for so long that like having any sort of presence on social media or podcasts or anything was just completely out of the question for me. I was just so burnt out. Not to mention I have a couple real estate deals that are in the works right now. So I've been working on those and it's just been like podcasts, social media, whatever, talking to people on the internet has just taken a big backseat but it's because you switched into a season of focus of execution and right. when you switch into those seasons like you have to make the the choice the decision of putting other things aside often get this so confused they are often coming to me and asking well Sa, how do I balance all of this and honestly like I've talked about in other podcasts there is no balancing some things are going to take the backseat. You prioritize. You don't balance. You prioritize. You really do. What what in that season is going to help other parts of your season? And I think for you, this Ironman helped so much your confidence. It helped so much your ability to be disciplined, your ability to follow through. Um, and I think even though other things took a backseat, it was great because now here we are feeling ready to go and give like an authentic podcast first just some shit one just to get a podcast out right yeah and so yeah it it i'm i'm not you know 
upset about it. I'm not. It just is what it is, you know. Um, I'm not. I don't regret it. It's just you work so hard for something and, and you're so focused on completing something that some other things just have to kind of take a backseat. I will say, though, that I am very excited to not have to train so much anymore. <laughs> That's how I feel about the marathon. I've been training. We've been training for the marathon that we're going to run here in the next two weeks. Um, for since like eight January. months. Yeah. Not eight. Well, yeah. no, we've been training since like November. Yeah. Well, hashtag <laughs> training, quote unquote training. Yeah. We've been running for a good minute and I'm exhausted. I have to uh, genuinely, gen, genuine, I don't know what word I'm trying to say. I'm tired. I've never hated running as much as I hate it now. And it just, hear me out. This isn't every person. There are people who are built to be marathoners. There are people who are built to be Ironman people, that thrill, that joy of like pushing those extra miles. Get fit with Melissa's body is not. <laughs> Get fit with Melissa's body around mile 18, has a real, 16, has a real hard time pushing through. The thing about running for me has been this, it's always been a challenge. It's always been I think 90% of running is mental and 10% is physical because anyone can run, but not everyone can run. Like it's such a mentally hard thing to commit to. And that's what I've always seeked from it is if I can get through a 12 mile run, a 16 mile run, a 26 point, whatever, 0.2 mile run, shit, I can get through anything. Does the pain and harshness compared to like that compared to anything else everything else is easy to me and that might be silly to say but I think oftentimes people don't realize that the most fit people um are usually the most disciplined people they're the ones you know have a routine you're the one they're the ones that you know are getting the shit done because in order to keep your fitness to where it needs to be to be healthy overall to look and be fit you have to create a routine you have to time manage and those are, you have to like regulate your stress. Like you have to do so many things and those are the things that people don't want to do. Right. That's why a lot of people struggle with fitness and health because of the understanding of you can't sit and do the same shit you've been doing and expect a different outcome. You have to sit down and say, where is my priority? What is the season of life I'm in and what do I need to change in order to become the person I want to be? And you had to change a lot. You had to change um, going to the gym, swimming. God, that was a big change for you. But you couldn't just not swim. You had to, right? Well, yeah. And it, it was like you you have to change your schedule, you know, your routine. It's got to change because uh, there were a number of times where I had to go. We usually go to the gym together. We work out together and I have to go by myself because I've, I'm swimming. You're not swimming. You have other things to do. Or I've got to go swim or I've got to go on a bike ride or whatever. Um, and I think that what I wanted to touch on with just all the training that we've been doing is just because you enjoy something, just because you enjoy running or weightlifting or whatever, doesn't mean that you have to compete. Yep. And I think that's what we've learned a lot through this whole thing is like competition is fun um but having a competition with yourself and just enjoying your workouts is also so beneficial and so for us i think that just running and having running as a hobby or something that we like to do 
um, was so important. And now that there's like a goal or an end goal to it, um, it adds a lot of stress and it adds a lot of like, well, you can't not do what you have to do. You're at the mercy of the race of the race. Yeah. Um, and that maybe that's a good thing. And, And I'm sure we'll break past a lot of, like, I know I broke past a ton of mental barriers out there on the bike specifically when you're (laughs) sitting on a bike pedaling for three hours three plus hours you have to get through a lot of shit in your own head Um, and that's really beneficial but it taught me that as of right now I'd rather just work out for me and enjoy my workouts than necessarily train for a race and that's all right I think that was a good, it's a good realization though, because oftentimes when we start something, we might have this thought in our head, right? I think when you first started the Ironman, you were, you had this thought in your head that you wanted to be the person who does Ironmans and that might change here in the next year or whatever, maybe. But at the end of this, you were like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I think that's a huge realization for a lot of us. A lot of us get into um, these rigid routines and these things too fast not that you did but i'm just saying for the the majority like let's take into example people who want to lose weight or people who want to start their fitness journey and instead of taking the approach that literally people who've been doing this for seven years try and tell you to take you try to take the fast crash approach things that are aggressive usually lead to burnout so we've been aggressive about our running you were aggressive about your iron man 10 weeks of training and in a way it led us to a little bit of burnout you know i think you were burnout and it made us enjoy the other parts like i've never loved lifting as much as i love lifting right now because i think i'm very burned out with running right, <laughs> right. but i never ever in seven years have experienced burnout and running I've always experienced it with strength training, but running, it's very, very rare that I ever burned out. And this experience has brought me to the understanding of, I'm good just running half marathons. Right. <laughs> Maybe I will run a marathon. I can't say I never will again, but I'm content not doing it. Right. And I think another big picture thing is we've come to the realization, I'm sorry, I have like allergies, so I keep, um, to do things for ourselves as a content creator and as someone who's always on their socials we're always wanting to motivate and inspire all of you but for the person who doesn't have content or who isn't a content creator or whatever it may be it it might feel hard to feel like you deserve the push you deserve to show up right do it for you don't do it for anyone else other than you because that external reward that external motivation it won't last forever right well and it, because fitness is an infinite game so exactly. it's what S- simon sinek simon sinek whatever his name he, it's what he would say is an infinite game right life is an infinite game there's no you can't put finite terms on an infinite game and when you do that with a race you put a finite end date right race day and then we're done um but it's really an infinite thing it doesn't stop once you start taking care of yourself once you start into your fitness journey Mm -hmm. it the the point of the game is to keep the game going exactly right the point of the game is to just keep going and get better and then go on to the next thing it's like the post that i made yesterday on my page you did something great congratulations yeah great job celebrate it for a day and then go again keep going yep don't stop you can't stop because it's not finite it's an infinite thing you just go exactly, and you continue to enjoy that process 
Um, and I think that's where we found ourselves in this training um, period of not enjoying the process because we've been, because we've had these restraints over us in a way of like, okay, well, you have to run 18 miles this week or you're not going to be ready for the race. And maybe our bodies aren't ready to run 18 miles this week yet. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so. And don't get me wrong. It created discipline for us. It's done. It's, it's been great. It's been, it's yeah. had really great outcomes for us in moments that we're, we're like, no, I don't, it's snowing outside. Do you want to know how many times my ass was outside in the freaking pouring rain or snow? <laughs> Cause we're in Utah and it decided to snow all the way till now. Me and Ryan's feet would be so numb four miles in and we still had 12 to go. <laughs> like it created some type of discipline in me, but yeah. it also really taught me valuable things. It taught me more of what I love and what I desire and it taught me, guess what? I've been running since like January and I've lost what? Six pounds. <laughs> like it taught me my body's more than just the weight. I say it taught me that I can be heavier weight and still do incredible things. It's taught me a lot of good, but that it's also taught me that I do have my limits. And as much as I am happy to run the marathon here in two weeks, it's not something I want to continue to do. Yeah, your and joy in running isn't necessarily the marathon running and exactly. training. Your joy in running is beating your own times. Exactly. Your joy in running is, is competing against, against yourself. Yeah. It's not competing in marathons. No. And it's not even, I never compete against anyone else. Right. Not in my lifts, not in Maybe my runs. me, but that's Oh, all. okay. That's yeah. a lie. <laughs> you and Alex are my two top, com I have you guys like pictured in my brain and I'm like, I have to outlift these two motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, you know what? That's all I too. Sometimes I compete with Jill, one of my clients. <laughs> me and Jill compete against each other. She'll be like, I pressed 40s for 10. And I'm like, oh no, you can't catch up to me. <laughs> and sometimes I compete with Brooke and running. But okay. that's even in a way competing against yourself because right, you're pushing right. yourself to be better. I'm not pushing myself against yeah. them. I'm pushing myself against myself. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up really quick, um, wrapping right back to talking about the marathon. Um, one of my clients, Sarah, she just finished her half marathon. It was her first half marathon. She did awesome. She beat her time. Did so great. And she rested for a few days. She was sore and then went right back into routine for working out. She wasn't like, oh, like, what do I do now? And oh, like, da, 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 da. she just went right back in. The, she, the best gains that you can make mentally and physically are when you don't have a race or when you don't have a end date when you don't have something you're training for when you're just training to train that's when the most clarity the most um health the most fitness gains all come through it's really true um when you focus on just becoming a better version of you and progressing you are going to start really really enjoying it because most of us are so instant gratification um focused and for a lot of us, I have nothing against the scale. I actually just did a TikTok on this. I've talked to my clients, but I have nothing against the scale. And I have clients weigh in every single day. And the reason why is because I want them to learn their bodies. I want them to learn what fluctuates them, what spikes them, what lowers them. I want them to better understand their body. Like a blood pressure cuff, if you understand your um, blood pressure, you can eat and, you know, put stuff into your body to help reduce blood pressure if it's high, if it's low. When you get to learn your body so much better and you begin to build these systems to help grow such a strong body, 
you begin to realize it's more than just the scale and it's more than just this one-time thing. Um, I have, you know, the Strong Mom Club that is a 12-week renewal period. So women enter for 12 weeks, enrollment closes, and then it reopens. And part of those 12 weeks, it's not just about the 12 weeks, right? Like I don't want the 12-week period to be the end period. I want these women to get the most out of these 12 weeks. And if they want to enroll into the next period, great. If they don't, that's fine. I just want them to leave and feel confident in their ability to succeed and their ability to understand that the weight fluctuates and their ability to understand that what really matters is like the system they're creating because that's what you will always fall back to. And that's your pattern of behavior. That is your routine. That is your thoughts. That is your inner monologue. It is so much more than just a small timeline. When I first started my chapter one of fitness, I was so, so scale focused. I was so, so calorie focused. Smallest version of me, smallest version of me, smallest version of me. And now seven years later, chapter seven, I'm like, I want to be like stronger than the guy next to me. I want to be so strong. I lifted 40s. I want to lift 50s. I'm so focused on becoming the strong version of me that my body composition because of strength training and because having good enough cardiovascular fitness has finally gotten to this beautiful body composition that I never would have imagined my body could be at at 140. I'm at 144, but for the longest time, I told myself the story and this is what we all do. I told myself the story that if my weight wasn't at 135, I would not look good, that I would not be fit, that I would not be happy, that I had to get to this stupid number. I'm sitting at 144 and I'm just happier than ever. I feel strong. I can outlift myself most weeks. I can outrun myself. I can do so many things. My freaking energy feels amazing because I finally am eating for my body versus against it. I've been listening to my body when I eat, how food interacts with myself. Like I've just done so much change in these last few months that has has been so eye-opening and honestly freeing. It's been so freeing that I can weigh in and not feel this whole detrimental pull if the weight goes up or down. And it can take its time. It can like literally since freaking January. I weighed 150 and I just barely went, I weigh 144 today. Like it has taken its time, but so have I. And I really have enjoyed taking the time. And I, I really encourage you to enjoy the time it takes because guess what? It's not going to take 12 weeks. It's not going to take 16 weeks. It's not going to take a year. Your chapter one can be the best chapter one. And it also can be the worst, but the whole point of it is to continue on. Like Ryan had said, it's, supposed to never end and that is something I have gotten to myself that I'm like this isn't supposed to end I need to keep going so even when I feel discouraged my biggest thing is I ask myself am I doing things out of alignment with who I know I am and if I am I ask myself okay well do you want to continue or do you want to quit and I tell myself you know I want to quit this behavior and I want to add this behavior when it comes to fitness and health it's all about behavior change and right now I think we've been slammed with changing our behaviors, you and I. And I encourage you to really look into yourself and ask yourself, what story have you been feeding yourself that has been feeding the behaviors over and over again that you continue to do? Have you been telling yourself, I'm just too busy. I I have all the kids stuff going on. My kids don't sleep well enough. So I just can't get to my workout. Is there enough evidence to prove all of that? Because honestly, if that's the story you're telling yourself, you have to tell yourself a story to prove yourself wrong. You have to show yourself the story isn't true. 
with things like setting aside a time once, even once to do a workout and then showing yourself, see, you do have time. You've just been telling yourself a story. We all tell ourselves stories and those stories can become beliefs. The minute those beliefs stick, it's really, really hard to break them. Not impossible, but it can feel hard. If you grew up with the the saying of there's not enough food, money doesn't grow on trees, your parents told themselves those stories. They told you those stories and then they grew into beliefs. So if you are scared of money or spending money, it's probably because you have a scarcity mindset belief. If you're yo-yoing or maybe um, you grew up and your mom called you gorda, which means fatty and it's supposed to be loving, but it's not. Or... Um, told you you have to finish your plate before you leave you probably have trouble leaving food on the counter or wherever and you feel like you have to eat or else you're wasting food a belief a story you can rewrite it at any time and I feel that the last month that's what we've been doing that's what I've been doing I've been rewriting my own beliefs my own stories and I've told Ryan that I'm just in a place where I I don't even want to focus on anything else except myself and so it's been hard to get down here and to get on the podcast but he told me today you know I think we should get on and I said you're right because taking a break and resting is not the same as quitting I knew I didn't want to quit podcasting but I knew I needed a break I needed a break and not to have content feel so forced well and to give our best content to our listeners you know um if we came down here and tried to record it would have been either a message that we didn't actually want to send because we weren't in the right mindset or a message that just just didn't really resonate because we are weird toasted right (laughs) not in the right mindset yeah exactly and that's 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 the biggest point is learn the difference between resting and quitting and learn the difference between what's a real story and what's something you just have made believe to make your story fit right so with that being said, I love you guys. We really hope this episode was helpful and it maybe was the story that you needed to hear, the story, the episode that you need to hear. Um, it's okay to take breaks, but it's not okay to quit on yourself. And I don't know who needs to hear that, but you need to keep going. If you feel frustrated with your progress, good. Feel that frustration and keep going. Tell yourself a new narrative. Have someone hold you accountable. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on is anyone going to meet and greet? June 10th. Um, I will be sending out emails this week for an updated invitation. Um, Strong Mom Club reopens in August. Waitlist currently for coaching. Ryan has some availability, but probably not a whole lot because he's been selling houses. If you live in Utah and you want to buy a house or you want to sell a house, I have a client that's one of Melissa's clients that is in the process of buying their absolute dream home. It's so beautiful. And they've leveraged their asset into doing it. It's an absolutely gorgeous home. They already own a home. We got it under contract and sold in four days. And they're buying their absolute dream home and it's so fulfilling and i told her she messaged me and was like are you sure you guys can he can sell my house and i because she, she had been worried some other house has been sitting and i said listen that other realtor they just let it sit me and ryan we're executors it will get sold <laughs> <laughs> i might be confident in some areas but it's because i am very diligent and relentless in what i want and to pursue and what we do so has that We hope you get up and do today.